Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Two seconds left for Denver. Joker desperation. Three, he knocked it all. Oh, my goodness. That was a one-legged runner just past the half-court line. And Nikola Jokic has 21 points on 8 of 8 shooting and 5 of 5 from downtown. Murray puts it on the floor, left hand, 15-footer. Got it again! He is insane! 110 to 101! Jamal faked the drive on him, puts his back into him, spin move, kick out in the corner. Three-pointer joker. Yes! That could be the ball game right there! That was the ball game. Huge shot to seal the deal for the Nuggets as they wipe out a 15-point third-quarter deficit. And PK, for all the mistakes the Jazz made, and we can spend some time cataloging those, that game was tied at 101 with three and a half minutes to go. They got beat to a couple rebounds. Denver scored off those offensive rebounds, and they finished on a 16-6 run to close this out. For all the mistakes, it was right there in winning time, and the Jazz didn't get it done. No, they didn't, but I think they blew it in the third quarter when they had that 15-point lead, and they just got too casual. I didn't like their offense that they were running, and they allowed Denver to get back into it, and Denver had momentum, and at that point, the fourth quarter pretty much was all theirs. Jamal Murray going off in the fourth quarter. Nikola Jokic, that highlight was when he was going off in the first quarter, but in between, the Jazz took control of the game, but... As Mike Malone, the Nuggets coach, just said, the 44 points in the second half, the no fast break points. Jazz only forced nine turnovers in this game. The defense got uh, pretty casual as the offense stagnated in the third quarter, and the Jazz end up losing this one. So tomorrow, game six, 2 o'clock on ESPN, another chance for the Jazz to close out the series in advance. More on this game coming up. Joe Ingles is going to be here at 8 o'clock. Eric Walden covers the Jazz for the Salt Lake Tribune. He'll join us at 8.30. More Jazz coming up. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. I don't want to talk to him, you know. Uh, He's just uh, saying a lot of uh, bad stuff to me uh, all the game, you know. And just I don't want to talk to him. And I just got to move on, you know. Like I say, everybody's going to have their own opinion. And, you know, I just hope it wasn't intentional. Because that's, if that was intentional, that's really bad, man. That's Luka Doncic talking about Marcus Morris stepping on his ankle. And if you look at the video, it looked intentional. Morris was over beyond the three-point line, and he kind of starts down court. And then he just kind of veers to his left, runs right at Doncic. Doesn't make a play in the ball, and steps on his ankle in his shoe. The point looked like Doncic came out of his shoe. I expect right, PK, so what should happen then? I expect the NBA is going to discipline Morris for that. It wouldn't surprise me if he got suspended for it. It looked like he just ran over and stomped on his foot. Yeah, knowing he was injured. Sure did. Yeah. There's a reason why Morris is on his sixth team. That happened in the third quarter of the game, and the video's out there on social media. If you want to see it, it just looked like he just looked at him, turned, veered over there, and went and got him. So I don't know how Morris is going to describe that to the league to get out of it. And I think if the league doesn't protect players, then players are going to take care of it themselves. And if it's a star player, then maybe somebody else on the team will take care of it because they don't want Luka Doncic suspended. But 
I don't think there's any way the Mavericks are going to look at that and think that that wasn't intentional. I, I don't think most NBA fans looking at that would think that wasn't intentional. The game wasn't much. Clippers dominated 154-111, the route of the Mavericks. Complete beating. They opened up a big lead early in this one. Paul George had 35 afterwards, said he was uh, dealing with some mental health challenges, asked about it to follow up. He talked about anxiety and a little bit of depression. That's not the way NBA players usually talk about their problems, but uh, his tone of voice and all that uh, points for honesty, PK. It it didn't sound like he was... uh, Pulling any punches or looking for any sympathy. He just got asked a question, and he thought that that's what the problem was. And Doc Rivers said they had a long talk about stuff other than basketball. Yeah, Paul George said that on the on the court interview right after the game. That's where I heard it. I didn't hear it in any post game, but it, it captured my attention, and I appreciated his honesty. Yeah, he put himself out there. He uh, I saw the on-court interview, and then it was later that I saw the follow-up because it People who did the po- the Clipper post game interviews had clearly seen that on court and asked him to uh, to expound on it, and that's when he got into the anxiety and a little bit of depression. He shot the ball really well, thirty five points. So uh, Kawhi Leonard had thirty two. Now the Clippers are up three to two, and they've got a closeout game coming up tomorrow with the Mavericks as well. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Defensive Player of the Year award. Anthony Davis finished second. Rudy Gobert third. I wasn't particularly surprised that Rudy didn't win at PK. It seems like they like to spread these awards around. And so now Giannis has one to go with his MVP. Great. Basketball today, Thunder and Rockets tied 2-2. They play at 4.30. On either side of that are closeout games. 2 o'clock, the Bucks trying to close out the Magic up 3-1. And then at 7 o'clock, the Lakers are up 3-1 on the Blazers. And they're trying to close that out, and they ought to do it. No Damian Lillard in that, so Lakers ought to wrap that up in five. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Highest paid safety in NFL history. Arizona Cardinals, Buda Baker, $59 million on a four-year contract extension. Is that one of the players that your sister loves, your sister the season ticket holder? Gets her all geared up and fired up. I've loved Buda Baker since he was running around in the purple up in Seattle. The Detroit Lions canceled their practice yesterday to protest the shooting of Jacob Blake by Kenosha, Wisconsin police on Sunday. Head coach Matt Patricia joined his players and said he was proud of them taking a stand. It's symbolic, PK, and we can get into this later in the show, but Norman Powell uh, was talking in the bubble about the symbolic stuff isn't getting it done, and they have to think about what to do next. And it's you can kinda... get into it later in the show. <laughs> okay. DJ and PK. Go ahead. P- have at it. Have at it. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. We got a lot of work to do. After today, after the past couple of practices we had this week, it's, a, it's looking like the, the bottom 10. Um, so we're just going to take each day as its own um, and continue to work towards being that top 10 offense that we want to be. That would be cool to have that. Uh, there's some uh, things that we got to do better, such as the red zone, to be able to be in that top 10 offense. So um, we're going to continue to fo- focus on this next week and a half, and hopefully on Navy we can put on the show. That's Neil Pau, BYU wide receiver. The Cougar offense needs work. I love bottom 10 references, PK, back in the day. Steve Harvey. 
Yeah, I don't think that's what he was referencing. I think somebody had said they had, uh, was it Bruce Feldman? Bruce Feldman said, said they, they had they a were, chance to be yeah. a top ten. And our so own Yak. bottom ten. Our own Yak asked him about that, and that's when he went bottom ten. Yeah. Are we ten days out now? Twelve. Twelve days out? Close, oh, yeah, Monday game, right. Twelve days out to the uh, BYU opener with Navy. So if they're going to move from the bottom ten to the top ten, they better have some good practices right away. The countdown is on. All right, tons of speculation, PK. Will uh, Pac-12 and Big Ten players transfer to the SEC or the Big 12 or the ACC looking for a chance to play? And UCLA starting right tackle Jake Burton entered his name into the NCAA transfer portal and headed to Baylor as a graduate transfer. I don't know the one player matters, but we'll see if that's the start of a trend. Yeah, good for him, taking advantage of the rules. Vanderbilt linebacker Dimitri Moore, the leading tackler for the Commodores from a year ago, has changed his mind, decided to play this season after initially opting out. So he's back in for Vandy. So they try to get to 500 and make it to a bowl game, if there are bowl games. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. And the pitch to Gonzalez. Line shot into right, coming in his angle, he's got the ball. And this one's over, and Lucas Giolito has thrown a no-hitter here at Guaranteed Rate Field. August 25th of 2020, Lucas Giolito no-hits the Pirates. 4-0 in the final in that one, and that last ball was sharply hit, PK. That was, uh, that was a little tricky. That had to take his, take his breath away for a second. Like, oh, I can't get the two out in the ninth to lose it. Fortunately, the play was made out there in right field. Yeah, good for him, man. And he was a hot shot coming out of Harvard-Westlake. That's an elite-level school. Winnie Cooper went to Harvard-Westlake. <laughs> Winnie Cooper. The wonder uh, years. Let's see. So did the Collins twins. So did someone who you corrupted the mind of a, uh, what was it, a young nephew in front of his mother or something like that? Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, I corrupted my nephew's mind. Oops. Yeah, I was in front of my mother-in-law, his grandmother. Showed him a dirty movie. Oh, that's not the TV version of that. She didn't do that in the movie that I remembered. (laughs) Oh, boy. Now I've got some explaining to do. What are them things right there? Whoa! Right before... Well, never mind. (laughs) He gave me a look like I was the greatest uncle ever. And he was a heck of a player. Had an injury and uh, threw the ball real hard in Harvard Westlake there in the L.A. area. Was up hitting 100, and then I think he had... uh, TJ surgery, was going to go to college, uh, was considered a potential number one pick, but dropped down. Uh, somebody else took him because it, oh, it was Washington. Yeah, Washington, that's right. Washington took him, and, but they took him later, and then in the Adam Eaton trade, they shipped him over to uh, the White Sox. And the White Sox uh, got him healthy and looking like he's, uh, certainly last night, he was a star. And he He's tall. He's a big, big guy. Got big-time leverage. Looks like if he stays healthy, he could be somebody to keep an eye on going forward. A rare loss for the Dodgers, beaten by the Giants in 11 innings, 10-8. to Only, only two home runs for the Dodgers in that game. What happened there? The ball didn't go over the fence, but twice. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. 
That was uh, that was not dominant pitching, PK. 3-3 after the first inning. Let's get it going early. Let's beat those starters up. Get into the bullpens. It happens sometimes in baseball. They're not all low scoring. Rockies beat the Diamondbacks 5-4. Nolan Arenado. A couple of doubles in that one. So the Rockies and Diamondbacks try to uh, scramble back to 500 and into, uh, into playoff position. Cleveland Indians may be without manager Terry Francona longer than expected. He's missed 15 games with a gastrointestinal issue. And now there's some blood clotting problems. No, no timetable for Terry Francona's return to the dugout. So, Well, that doesn't sound good at all. No, it doesn't. Sounds awful. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL at home tonight against LAFC, their first home game since uh, March when everything stopped. Supposed to have about 5,000 fans in the stands. LAFC is going to be without their star forward, Carlos Vela, who's a goal-scoring machine. But without him, they have plenty of guys who can still score goals. So Bradley Wright Phillips or Diego Rossi will scare them to death. No Vela in Florida, and they scored 16 goals in five games. PK. Scare him to death. <laughs> Scare him to death. Jeez. Okay, go ahead. 16 goals in five games is a lot of goals. And they did it without their best goal scorer. So. And they're probably irritated because they just got beat by the Galaxy. So that'll come in in a nasty mood looking to bounce back. That game tonight, 7.30. Pre-game at uh, 7 o'clock. All right, DJ and PK, What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, more on the Jazz loss to the Nuggets. What went wrong? Joe Ingles scheduled to join us at 8 o'clock. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.